Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Hello, my dear, sweet friend. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Stephanie Stevens Show podcast. You are incredible. I just want to take a moment now to connect with you and to let you know how I'm feeling about something very specific. And that is, I got a text message today and the man on the other end said, hey, I've been doing a little snooping around and I'm looking at your podcast statistics and you've got listeners in 14 countries. Isn't that cool? And I thought, that is really amazing. So I went online and I looked and I am so honored and thrilled to have friends in Belgium. I love you. I've got 50 something, 54 friends in Belgium. Thank you. Nigeria, God bless you. Thank you for listening. If you live in Canada, my friends to the north, although not that far to the north, God bless you, A. I love you. Ghana, thank you so much for listening, friends in Ghana. The UK, friends across the pond. I have been told I'm phenomenal with a British accent. I don't want to do that to you right now. I don't want to chase you away. But at some point, I will introduce you to my British accent. Friends in Germany, sprechen Sie Deutsch nicht. Um, nine. So I did take German in high school. My grandparents were both German and I love you. And I do plan to visit Ireland. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Praying for you. Philippines. Thank you. I have friends in Philippines, a family that I knew for years and years. Cameroon. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Friends in Niger. God bless you. Thank you so much. Friends in Japan. My daughter. Okay. My daughter speaks Japanese. I know. What? Here's the deal. She decided in high school when I let her do uh, partial days in school, I homeschooled most of the time, but then I let her take one or two classes each semester in the school. She chose to take Japanese. I really encouraged it because I love the idea of having mastered a foreign language. My daughter made it through Japanese 4 the four different series of the Japanese classes in two years' time. And so they offered to have her be a teacher's assistant. So she was actually a teacher's assistant in the Japanese class as a senior in high school. It was really cool. Anyway, she plans a trip in the next year or two. Of course, she needs a chaperone. I will be that person. Sierra Leone, thank you so much for listening across the seas and on the other side of the world and in the Netherlands. Blessings, many blessings to you and much love. Thank you so much. And we've got 30 states in the U.S. listening, friends from east to west coast. Just, I'm so grateful. Thank you for trusting me with even just a few minutes of your day. I appreciate it. I think about you. I pray for you. I care for you. And my goal here is to add value to your life, even if just for a few minutes every day. Thank you so much for letting me. Okay. What are we going to talk about today? How about leadership? You're a leader. It's why you listen to a podcast. But I want to tell you something very specific. As I was thinking today, I reminisced that there are people who imagine that they are leaders who call themselves leaders, or they have other people call them leaders because they do a specific thing. I'll give you an example. If you sit behind a keyboard and type articles or some type of written content, does that make you a leader? I don't know. That's a subjective question. I'm going to give you my opinion in a minute. Um, if you sit in front of some type of web camera and speak, does that make you a leader? 
If you have a social media platform and push content out, are you a leader? This is why I think it's so important to pinpoint what a leader is, because if we, you and I, plan to be leaders, wouldn't it be nice to find a baseline for leadership qualities? I think so. So when I was fresh out of college, I went to school for journalism and communications, mass communications with a broadcasting emphasis. And then I also have a political science degree. I think I've probably told you this before because my plan was I was going to be a world famous newscaster. (laughs) Then I graduated from college. I worked in my first teeny tiny incy weensy little tiny market in television as a reporter and morning news anchor. It sucked. I'm just going to be honest. It totally sucked. I had to, I had to shoot my own video, (laughs) write my own stories, film my own stories, edit my own stories. I mean, drive the van, you name it. I had to do it all. And I was paid. I'm not even going to tell you what I was paid because you'll, you'll wonder if I'm insane. Um, But it was the way to get the foot in the door. This is what everybody did. Graduated from college and then went to a small market and worked their way up, hopefully to a large market or some type of national media platform. Well, I started there in this small market in a state nearby. And uh, within six months, I was asked to join a mid-sized market station right back where I lived again. And it was a 24-hour news channel cycle. And so I was thrilled and I thought I had really hit the big time. And then I got into the job and once again, going to use the word, it sucked. And it's because I had to look at really disturbing video footage all day long in the control room as I was writing and also cutting newscasts and sitting in there and, and just whatever control room I was in, we would see raw footage, raw unedited footage of anything that was happening pretty much around the world. And I just couldn't do it. For me, telling people what was going on in the world was not going to solve the problems that were going on in the world. It was just going to perpetrate more sadness and hopelessness because it's one thing to know, okay, you know what's going on, you're informed. Wouldn't you rather know what to do about it? You know, if there's nothing you can do about it, what is that information day after day after day or worse on a 24 hour news cycle? What is that doing to you? I found out what it was doing to me and it it just, ugh, yuck. So I got married. I had my first son and I just decided I am not going to devote my life's work to this because it's not making a difference anywhere. So came home, um, stayed at home for a while and then started in another genre and was offered a, an afternoon talk show, drive time talk show on radio. That's how I made the transition into radio. That being said, I still in radio, while I was able to talk about the the topics I was passionate about, and we talked about politics and issue-oriented topics, still my goal was to really provide a means for people to change whatever it is that they didn't like. Maybe it was in their own personal lives. Maybe it was in the world at large. So that I grew over time and I did host a syndicated radio program in time. And of course, as I've said before, then I spent about 25 years specifically in radio across the country on major markets, small markets, you name it. I did contracted work for a long, long time. But that brings me to you. Even the work I did there, was I a leader? Just because I said stuff, I don't in my mind presume that that made me a leader. And when I was a reporter, I typed things and I wrote articles all the time. Me producing news articles, did that make me a leader? 
No, it made me somebody who collected some information and then packaged it and pushed it out to you, the news consumer. When I sat in front of a camera reading the script that I had written based on the news stories of the day with the help of the editing desk, was that a leadership role for me? No, sir, or ma'am. It was just me, again, speaking and pushing content. So what exactly makes a leader? We are going to get into this. I'm going to do a series with John Petruccio, who is somebody I worked with two years ago, started working with him. And it's where a lot of my ideas and sort of that baseline for leadership came from. I was a leader before that because I had just expanded and grown over time into some of those positions by nature. I was asked to lead certain groups, boards, businesses, ministries in some cases. I was asked and invited to do that. And I stepped on in and garnered the skills to be able to do what I was asked to do. Frankly, I'll be honest with you, I was asked to do things I really wasn't prepared to do, but it pushed me hard to learn at least some of the baseline skills so that I could facilitate properly. But we want to do more than facilitate. We really want to lead. We want to move forward the things that we are passionate about, the reasons we are here on this planet, on this earth for such a time as this. You have a plan, a purpose, and a series of gifts that the rest of us desperately need. So we need to tease that out of you and get you to really tap into, expand, and then make these behaviors of leadership a habit. And that's how you will grow and expand and influence the whole wide world. So I am thrilled to be adding John as a guest to the program in just two weeks. We're going to start recording a handful of episodes and we're going to really push that out to you as quickly as possible so you can start digesting some of this and taking it in and incorporating it into whatever it is that you are doing now that you really wish to expand. And I'm so thrilled about this and I'm excited for you. But I just want to give you my own opinion on something. When it comes to leaders, we look around, just look around, think now who you'd consider a leader. Why do you consider them a leader? What qualities do they exhibit or, or just one quality do they exhibit that you really value and appreciate? I'll tell you for me, it's not the number of articles you can write. A monkey can type on a keyboard. I'm just saying. It's not that you can act silly, you know, and record yourself doing something wonky and then push it out to the world. Now that's, that's being influential. That is influence to some degree. If you get people to watch your content, that's certainly influential or, or listen to the content. It's influential. Is it beneficial? That's another question altogether, right? Does it exhibit leadership? Not necessarily. I believe that one of the most beautiful qualities of a leader and what allows somebody to look at somebody else as a leader is honesty, authenticity and honesty, because honesty equals integrity. And I would rather hear the truth from somebody and know that they were going to tell me the truth and know that I could lean on them or count on them to be 100% honest and authentic with a measure of integrity any day, all day than somebody who gasses me up and gets me all hyped up and excited about something that may or may not ever happen. How about you? 
maybe start to contemplate some of the things you value in a leader and why. And then we're going to work together to really try to incorporate those kinds of things into your daily practice and into your daily life. And I am thrilled that we will have John on to help with that. But for today, my friend, this is going to be my personal challenge and my offering to you. I woke up this morning with this thought in my head, what really makes a true leader and how can I exhibit the quality I value in a leader today? Honesty. How can I be true to myself and true to others all day throughout the day and be totally, completely honest? And remember, there is lots of opportunity to be less than honest every day. People are going to ask you your opinion. Hey, do you like this paint color? Yeah. Right. Hey, look at my new haircut. What do you think? Dread. Like, I don't want to answer. If you were going to be honest, you might say, you know what? It's not my favorite, but chances are you're not going to do that because you're not wanting to hurt their feelings is going to supersede your desire or need to be honest. So what would it be like if just for one day, just for one day, and I did this today, I made a commitment to myself to be totally honest. And if I couldn't say something in a way that I wanted to, that was totally honest to me, I was going to find a way to repackage it and communicate it differently. Maybe I was going to need to pair up down. Maybe I was going to need to edit and modify just a bit, but I was going today to be totally honest. There was a challenge out there that I had heard about a while back, honest for a day. Could you be honest for a day? That means not even telling a a white lie, not even a lie of omission, just totally 100% honest. I wonder if you've ever taken that challenge and if you've ever challenged yourself to just be totally honest one day. Of course, the intention is never to hurt feelings or just be completely unfiltered and just spew out whatever comes to the top of your mind at any given point in time. That's not what I'm talking about. This is where your communication skills are going to come into practice and play. And this is why it's important to master some of these communication skills. There's always a way to say what it is you need to say. It's going to be about how you say it, the tone and your selection of words. Word choices are important. They matter. The tone and pacing of the way you say a thing is going to matter as well. So we will continue to work on those skills. And my challenge for you today, my friend totally honest. See how it feels. See if you can do this now. And by the end of the day, check back, look behind you and say, was I totally authentic? Was I true to myself today? And was I true to others? And the more honest you can be, my friend, and the ways in which you can communicate your honesty will translate into people trusting you with more and more. And that's, in my opinion, where true leadership begins. Thank you again for listening. Much love to you. And as always, I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.